This is a podcast presented by Booper Global to help you find the right work-life balance. If you aren't already facing the issue of work-life balance, you'll probably run into it before too long. It's a big issue, and there are a few particularly tricky pitfalls to watch out for. Firstly, we often assess work-life balance on the wrong timescale. For example, we might think about cramming everything into a series of perfectly balanced days and feel disappointed we can never fit everything in. Or we might take an equally unhelpful long-term perspective, thinking, I'll just work as hard as possible for the next 30 years so I can finally do what I want when I retire. What's needed is a more nuanced perspective on managing our time. The second problem is that the demands of these two spheres are very different. The demands of work tend to be clear and precise. You're told what needs to be done and by when. There's a whole system devoted to setting objectives and tracking your progress. But the life side of the equation is harder to pin down. At home, you can put things off or tell yourself a walk in the park or coffee with a friend is not a pressing priority. The short-term flexibility is convenient, but over time, repeatedly relegating this side of life can lead to burnout, stress and resentment. Putting these two problems aside, in truth, Anything worth doing unbalances our life. The relationship, the baby, the promotion, the new company. Each of these requires a concentration and devotion so intense that it pushes the most reasonable of other goals aside. Imbalance is inevitable, and usually it signals our devotion to something very important. The big task, therefore, is not to find the perfect balance, but to be able to choose your particular imbalance wisely. If your career gives you great satisfaction and is a big source of motivation in life, for example, it may be exactly the right choice for you to spend an enormous amount of your time at work. After all, as the essayist Aeneas Nin noted, the most meaningful achievements in civilization have always come from a certain kind of excess, from people who are willing to put in a lot more time on something than everyone else around them. There is nothing intrinsically wrong with choosing to work exceptionally hard, or not to. The clincher is whether it's something you have consciously chosen. We need to select our focus and then develop our own very personal work-life balance to match it. This won't be the same as everyone else's. That's because each of our lives is unique, with different responsibilities and delights. Choosing a focus also means emphasizing some things at the expense of others, which means that we'll inevitably have to accept sacrifices and trade-offs. We can't do it all. Something, or some version of our potential future self, will have to go in order for us to commit to something else we care about even more. It's painful to think about making these sacrifices, and therefore difficult to adopt a more single-minded focus. One way to uncover the best imbalance might be to consider what the worst outcome would be. You might ask yourself, what will I most regret not having done or not being able to tell my grandchildren about? Although imbalance is unavoidable and can be positive, we still need to steer carefully in issues of work-life balance, readjusting and re-evaluating our course regularly. If you feel the life side of your work-life balance needs more attention, there are some things you can try. Why not create a done list at the end of the workday to celebrate what you've accomplished rather than worrying about what remains? Or 
If you're someone who's always online, go on a digital fast and turn off your phone for a set period of time. Feeling that you need to be always online can be very stressful and can get in the way of real conversations or a good night's sleep. It might also help to commit to a regular ritual or fun routine with your family or loved ones. And don't forget to stand up for your health. We know that sitting for long periods at our desks can be as bad for us as smoking, but getting enough exercise doesn't need to involve hitting the gym every day. It might mean walking an extra stop to the tube or suggesting the occasional walking meeting. Just a little exercise each day will make you more creative and productive. If you would like to be more engaged by the work side of your work-life balance, you could try setting a new professional goal. Sometimes we lose track of our long-term ambitions and too easily fall short of our true potential. Regain focus and take some time to consider what you'd like the next professional step to be. You can also try boosting your daily ambition. It's good to have big goals, but you can also benefit a lot from small ones. You might try mini-goals, designed to increase your productivity and effectiveness. Perhaps you'll set a new weekly target, or choose to pitch a bright new idea at the next meeting. And even when you're busy, take time to get out for a healthy lunch. It's easy to find yourself eating a quick snack al desco, but over time, failure to take adequate breaks and eat healthily will make you far less efficient and productive. Lastly, schedule some drinks or dinner with colleagues or other professional contacts. It's never too late to build up your professional relationships or form new ones. Whatever our personal balance looks like, there are some things that will always be essential. Staying physically healthy, eating well, spending time with our families and getting enough sleep, for example. If we let these things slide, we may find ourselves lacking the energy to support our chosen imbalance, however passionate we feel about it. On the other hand, if we take care of the essentials, choose our imbalance intentionally and adjust as we go along, we can get the most out of our personal and professional lives. This podcast was created by Boopa Global in partnership with the School of Life. Thank you for listening, and to get more tips on finding your balance, go to boopaglobal.com.